drink cinema. Cheese. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. We are two out of three brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lou. How are you? Good. I'm, yeah. You're a fake and a phony and I wish I'd never laid eyes on you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not making fun of Olivia. It's just jarring. Everything's just so different here. <laughs> Maybe dancers are different from back home. <laughs> No, the first scene when she's walking to Frenchie, walking into school with Frenchie, yep. her accent is like, oh, mm. yeah, it's uh, almost as bad as hers in the good place. Oh, mm. Olivia Newton John Olivia in the good place. In the good anyway, place. the bad. Not Australia. every episode has to have a good place reference. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh, tell me about it. Stud. All right. Um, anyway, <laughs> God, that was bad. <laughs> um. That is not the tagline for this movie. The movie we are reviewing is Grease, in case you hadn't worked that out. The tagline for the movie Grease is Grease is the word. And I haven't, I'm not really up with the 1950s, but I'm just wondering if Grease was a word in the I thought, 50s. I thought the bird was the word. Surfing <laughs> bird. Anyway. Um, that can be played at my funeral. Grease is the word. Grease is the word is the word that you heard. What is the drink I've got to go with the I word? This is a drink that is a pink lady. But, oh, not but, quite. But not really. A bit more. A bit more. So it's not. So it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. That line. Gin, Quantro, Lemon, Quantro, Lemon, Quantro. Okay. So it's going to say. So it's going to say. Grenadine. A martini for a while. No. So it's a pink lady's martini. How could we make it pinker? Milk. You know what's not in it? Maraschino, like the cherry. Oh. oh. Cheers. Cheers. That's nice. Well done on halving the amount of grenadine yeah, that was in the halve. recipe. I, I put less in because I'm like, that's just going to look too red. It still looks too red. But that's good. When we have our When we have our bar, that's going on the list. What can we put in to make it pink? You'd have to put you'd have to put milk or cream. Cream, in it. yeah. We don't we don't do creamy cocktails. Oh, that's got a oh kick. I like the because what I did was I swipped so I put less grenadine in than the Google said, and then I put more lemon juice, less Cointreau. So I flipped them. This is this is good. Yep. Yeah. Yes. When we have our oh, cocktail good, party, because I was like I was like I yeah. can't have. Yeah. Three bad ones in a row. You were, you were due for a good one. Oh. When we have our cocktail party at Superbia Bar, we'll get Mon to make this. And if you get it for free, if you can sing We Belong Together. We go together. We belong together. No, I meant the Mariah Carey song. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when I used to be a primary music teacher... I got the students to sing. We go together. We go together like shoo-up, shoo-a-doo-a-doo-dee-dee-dee-dee-boom. Anyway. I spent a lot of time teaching them the shoo-up, shoo-a-doo-a-doo-yippity-boom-da-boom. Mister. What is chang What is a chang chang bop What does bibbidi bibbidi shoo-up, shoo-bidi-boom mean? I don't know, but they go together. They go together. See how easy it was to sing? We go together like shoo-up, shoo-a-doo-a-doo-yippity-boom-da-boom. They How, just do. Uh, yeah. Speaking of words, 
Grease is the word. Grease is the word. You know what? That hasn't seen. Have you ever met a person that hasn't seen Grease? No. There you go. This is weird when we classify it into our YouTube playlists. Like, do we put it as classic or put it as nostalgic? Because I reckon everyone has nostalgia for this movie because they first watched it when they were far too young to watch some of the scenes that are in this movie. Yeah. Uh, And and probably some of the lyrics in certain songs went over their head. Hopefully. Because there were some that I definitely missed. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of lines that I just learnt this, uh, I just heard and learnt about this watching. Yeah. Was it during a song? Uh, there were a couple during a song. Mm. There was one that is going to be nominated for Worst Line Okay, later. Cool. The opening is daggy. I don't like it. Can we just skip to the credits? Like um, the song? I don't, don't like the song, especially when it flashes with a swastika on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Saying it now, it hasn't aged well. Okay, good. Okay. We can all agree. No, but the actual opening that everyone always forgets about. The scene oh, on the, the beach. Oh, the on the beach, yeah. yeah. They're... Yeah. Yeah. But I have to go back to Australia. I have to go back to Australia. Um, and he's like, well, let me root you before you go. I just learnt the word root because you're Australian. Yeah. Uh, but no, because she's too pure to be pink. Yep. <laughs> oh. And... But that scene does give us a line... Danny mm. says it's only the beginning, which yeah. adds a little bit to Sandy having her hopes up. Is this the end? Yeah. It mm. adds a bit to Sandy having her hopes up that Danny actually likes her and wasn't just trying to have sex. Yep. Then we get the actual opening, which is the song, which is what people remember from the opening of Grease. Yep. Could they... This is a big budget film, I imagine. Uh, yeah. A reasonably budgeted film. Yep. Right. Could they have just spent a little bit more on a cartoonist? I tell you who really wanted more money spent on better cartoons. Stockard Channing. Stockard Channing. Oh. The budget was $6 million. As the internet says, they did her dirty. They did her... You know what? As my notes say, <laughs> they did Stockard dirty with that cartoon affair. They did. Can you she doesn't like, look great. Yeah, it's weird. She looks like she sucked a lemon. Um, yeah, $6 million budget. So, not that much. All right for the time. Mm. But that opening, despite the Schwarzenegger... Does a good job of introducing the time period and of introducing the characters. It has the contrast of Rizzo doing Rizzo things and Sandy having the little bluebirds flying around her as being the nice girl. Then we... I've just written the word outside in my notes and I feel like that should have been a full sentence. Is it because it was like they... the, The outside of the school looks a lot nicer than the inside? When it goes cartoon yeah. drawing and then transitions to the actual school. I think it was outside the school, a lot is happening. And then I moved further down my notes to write things about extras. Okay. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> bit of a uh, forward sell for people. Make sure you listen to the whole episode for our awards. Sandy's first few lines, her first couple to Danny at the beach and her first couple to Sandy, make me understand why for years we have had terrible Australian accents portrayed by American actors in Hollywood. Yeah. Because they think we all actually sound like Olivia Newton-John at the start of Greece. Well, that's how she sounds. That's feel her like voice. She's a little bit more. She's a little bit yeah, exaggerated. Yeah, maybe. I think it just sounds 
jarring, like by comparison. Yeah. You know what I mean? The So we then get introduced, we get introduced to the characters in the song and we get introduced to them as they rock up to school that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get <laughs> the boys and Kaniki, and then we get Danny who we automatically think is not the nice guy from the beach. Yep. Then we get Frenchie and Sandy, and then we get the pink ladies, and then we get the closet lesbian mechanics teacher and the principal. Yep. And I didn't just make that as a broad generalizing statement. I have evidence to back that up a little bit later in the movie. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Yep. The... How many days till Christmas vacation? It's very realistic for a teacher. 86. It's November. Every teacher is asking that question right now. Um, yep. Someone says, oh no, when the pink ladies get there, they say, and now we're seniors, which is good to establish that they're not staff at the school. That is good because they're about <laughs> because the same age as the staff. They look old. I have a question. Mm. Who do you think's older? Sunny or the principal? <laughs> I looked at that scene and I was like, are they about both about to go into the staff room for a cigarette? Like- Sunny? <laughs> they, okay, they all look too old. Yeah. But Sunny and um, Rizzo are the worst. Sunny I'll give you my top three oldest. Permanent five yeah, o'clock yeah. shadow and I'll is balding. My top three oldest, right? Yeah. Sunny. Sunny. The Scorpion Driver oh, the and Cha-Cha Di Gregorio. The Scorpion Driver. <laughs> I was like, is he meant to be the same age or is he meant to be like One a of those- former student that's just hung around yeah. town that no. doesn't have a job? According- Crater Face is a good nickname as well. Um, it's not nice. It's According not nice, but it's accurate. <laughs> this article, oddly, on Business Insider, Okay, um, he and Cha-Cha Di Gregorio are both meant to be 18. His name's Leo. So Leo Balmudo, the leader of the T-Birds rival gang, the Scorpions, was also 17 or 18. He attended nah. St. Bernadette. I don't think he... He was a St. dropout. St. Bernadette's is a The article girl says school, Leo wasn't a Rydell student, so he either attended St. Bernadette's with his girlfriend, Cha-Cha, or was a dropout. He was a dropout. He was played by Dennis Stewart, who turned 30 while filming Grease. Oh, so, so not the oldest. Leo's girlfriend, Charlene Cha-Cha Di Gregorio, is also 17 or 18 in the movie. Actress Annette Charles was 29 at the time. Uh, so Sonny uh, and Stockhard were the oldest. Okay. But looking the oldest was Sonny, uh, Scorpions and Cha-Cha, I reckon. Yeah. They look older than Stockhard Channing than Rizzo. I Although, think, you know what? I think she almost had a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> That's how old, like, it's ridiculous. The, and Well, you think maybe she skipped her period because she was going through menopause. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Although, the shop teacher does say, Kaniki's been here longer than I have. So maybe he's That's just- how I would have sold it. Maybe he's just repeated that many times. I'm not surprised. They failed Jim. Who fails Jim? Yeah, even we got A-pluses in gym. Yeah, well. P.E. Yeah. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. <laughs> the principal has some great dry humour lines. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. And then it doesn't wait before 
being completely vulgar. The boys outside the school talk about whether or not this girl at the beach that Danny Met puts out. Rizzo's, like, fourth line is, here's Paddy Simcox, the backseat of Rydell High. Yeah. Which I, I hadn't... Oh, the backseat. Yeah, which I hadn't realised that's what she said until this watching. I thought she said bad seed. No, the backseat. Because Paddy also is throwing herself at Danny through the whole movie in the background. Well... Yeah. What's her name? Paddy Simcox, the backseat of Rydell High. Hi. <laughs> so, the movie as a story, I quite like. the mo- the point uh-huh. of, The point of the story is the teen angst in the fifties. Yeah, and it does that very well with an ensemble of characters, all kind of representing their different things. So we get Rizzo is being a bitch. Um, Marty is trying to act mature. Jan hasn't grown up yet. Yep. Frenchie doesn't know what to do with her life. Yep. The boys at the end of the movie get to the end of the movie and they don't know what to do with their life because Danny's going off somewhere else. Yeah. And they've got no one to follow. He's going to space. Yeah. Um, and Danny and Sandy have to decide whether to be themselves or be in love. Yeah. So it's co- it covers kind of all of those... Whoops. Covers all of those teen angst moments set in a filthy musical. Filthy, filthy, filthy. And there once we get to the school, the story just kind of trucks along through the stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. It's quite a quick semester. It's 86 days, this movie. Well, is it? Yeah, because commencement commences at the end of the movie. But that's when they graduate. Yeah. In the summer. Yeah, so is it a year or a semester? Well, I think it's a year. Because they get the yearbook at the end and they graduate and then fly off into the sky. We don't get the obligatory Christmas scene. No. No. We don't get any coldness, so it must be in California. Well, I thought... I had no bloody idea where it was. I thought it was in New York. It's not in New York. Because they all sound like potentially from New York. Should I look it up? Well, and then I thought it was um, Los Angeles, and then I thought it was wherever Terminator 2 was set, because I think that's where they use the same, you know, where they do the race. That was so in Terminator 2. Yeah, true. Well, where is Rydell High supposed to take place? Apparently Los Angeles. Okay. Modelled after Venice High School and Excelsior High School. Okay. Yeah. Both Greece and Greece too. They don't sound Californian. No. But they also don't. You know look, who really doesn't sound Californian? Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rizzo is a bitch. She is Full a bitch. Stop. That is correct. One of the filthy lines. So yeah. So like I said, the story just kind of. Trucks along, stuff happens. Sandy instantly changes her mind about Danny after three words. Mm-hmm. Like she totally like flips the to the other side to completely hating him, and then falls in with the pink ladies despite clearly Rizzo setting up that surprise. Yeah, she... oh, unless she's like, oh well, Rizzo cares for me because she's showing the real side of Danny. I think she's just not. She doesn't fully. Get initiated into the pink ladies. Yeah. Because she, she's not with them all the time. 
She's just friends with Frenchie. She has a cheerleader moment, yeah, and then she's, and she's dating friends with, with Patty Simcox, and yeah. she's kind of friends with Patty Simcox. Yeah, dates Danny for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So she just must, after the trauma of finding out that Danny is a typical 17, 18 year old boy mm. and not the romantic person that she thought he was, ends up at Marty's house for a sleepover. Frenchie's house? I think it's Marty's house. And my parents will kill me if I get blood on the carpet. Oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Well remembered. No, because I I do remember going, oh, so it is her house. I thought it was yeah, Rizzo's house. No, well, it is oh, Frenchie's but it's got house. all the wigs. So it makes sense to be Frenchie's yeah. house. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My apologies. No matter how many times I've watched the movie, I don't know everything about it. The Rizzo's just like, oh, you chicks are boring. I'm going to go and get laid. Pretty much. Then she says, what do you think this is, a gangbang? Oh. I'm like, oh, my God. This is PG. You wish. This is PG. Followed by a you wish. Yeah. What I hadn't noticed before is that when Marty is writing her letters and Sandy's looking through all the photos of the Marines, quote, you're a one-woman USO. Yeah. Marty says she is hopelessly devoted to every single one of them. Yeah, I didn't notice that before either. Yeah, until, and then we get the song. <laughs> hopelessly devoted to you, written for uh, Olivia Newton-John, which I've probably stole from your notes. That's all right, we'll get to that. The ongoing rivalry is set up pretty well. We don't get any backstory to it. We just know that the T-Birds and the Scorpions hate each other. Mm. That's well done. Well, yeah. Then we get to Grease Lightning. Mm-hmm. And here's my evidence for the closet lesbian shop teacher. Okay. Right? She's just in the background of the shop. Yep. Then, after Danny sings, we'll be getting lots of tit, yeah. she joins in. Because <laughs> I'm like, what? What? why is the she- The chicks are cream. Why is she dancing? Because the she other boys- dancing the whole time. The other boys in shop class aren't dancing. They do when it's that weird fantasy weird, bit when they with have the cellophane. Little, you know what I love about the cellophane? That's weird and unnecessary. What All the boys wear spark, like shiny jumpsuits. Yeah. Do you know what they did to Danny? Bedazzled the ends of his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just like, here, put eight diamantes yeah. on there. And that will count for Danny. Yeah. Um, the shop teacher is odd, though. Because she uh-huh. fully knows that they stole all the parts for the car. She fully knows they stole all the parts of the car and that race they do at the end is illegal. Super illegal. But she's there. She's there cheering them on. Yeah. Along with a random crowd. Yep. Like I noticed that this time that like there are the people that drive there with the crews uh-huh. to watch. Yeah. Then when the race starts, there's just like 15 other people that appear from behind a concrete. Uh-huh. Block? I yep. don't know. Weird. I did notice that because, you know, we do look at extras. That yeah. There are extras as in, like, it, if it was a stage show cast, like you're one of the chorus. Like, that one that was worst extra there, oh, she pops up later. Oh, the guy in and the green. And then she pops up later. The guy, the guy in the, the green. The guy in the green polo at the end. The guy in the green. <laughs> and the girl with, I think I, in one of my notes later, referenced her as girl wearing neckerchief. She oh, pops yeah, up yeah. a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Girl that... um thinks she's one of the Puerto Ricans from West Side Story. <laughs> Kaniki can't dance. Kaniki is... Kaniki. Ken, 
I actually I think, think he's having a conniption. I have this vague thing in my head that in the original stage show, and maybe even in stage productions now, Greased Lightning is sung by Kanicki. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that, like, well, he can't sing or dance, so we'll give it to John Travolta. He's also a bigger star at this point. Yeah. And still, than the guy who played Kanicki that I can't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kanicki can't dance, which is very odd. Well, considering he played Danny Zuko on the show's run on Broadway, you'd kind of hope he could. Maybe it was just weird dancing. It's not full. He can do the splits. That's true. He can't clap in time, though, when he's standing on top of the car. Yep. Right. So, Grease Lightnings happens, and we get the goal of the boys, which is just to get laid. Then we get the group scene at the big Frosty Palace. Yes. We get to see that it's a Pepsi movie. Yep. Because there's a big Pepsi Cola sign outside the Frosty Palace. Yep. And this is when I've got a worst extra nomination from this scene, which I'll come to later. Right. By now, Sandy is dating the jock. Yeah, whose name I can't remember. Tom. Danny gets jealous. Yep. And tries to talk to Sandy. Yep. And Sandy realises that she actually still loves Danny. She's just going to date Tom for a little bit longer to make sure Danny is tortured. Uh Uh-huh. They... Then he decides to be a jock. And that line that for some reason is in my head, lives in my head rent-free, as the internet says, running. Long Mm. distance running. Running. Cross-country running. That's the one that I remember. (laughs) I don't know why. The no, what I remember from that, um, faster for your life. I, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so he tries to be a jock, doesn't quite work because he trips over a hurdle, and that's when we see Danny go down to look after him. Tom's too dumb, Daddy. Tom's too dumb to realize that Sandy's in love with Danny. She even says that at one point, yeah. She's, she's just like, like, He's dumb, he's dumb, yeah, but he's pretty and he isn't an asshole like you, yeah. Uh, which is high school. Yeah. Yeah. By now, also, Rizzo may or may not be pregnant or going through menopause. Yes. And a line I really wish they'd done a reshoot on. When she throws the milkshake and she says, sorry, French. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't say it properly. She should say, sorry, French, not sorry, French. Okay. It's her emphasis is weird. Get that pink boy. Sorry, French. No, she goes, sorry, French. Okay. Watch it again. Yeah, okay. Sorry, French. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was weird, but I do remember it. Sorry, French. She goes, sorry, French. Sorry, French. (laughs) Can you hear the difference? (laughs) TikTok about going, sorry, French. Costa. (laughs) Costa. (laughs) Sorry, French. Sorry, French. French. Feel the, yeah. Hear the difference? You want me to find know, it on YouTube? I know. I, know, I understand. <laughs> oh, all right. That's weird. I just wrote in my notes, sorry, French. At the school... De- oh, no. Then we get the Teen Angel. Yep. Which is odd. Which is very odd. There's a couple of little fantasy moments in this musical, which I feel like in a stage musical 
would have worked better than in a movie musical? Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah. It's weird, but I because it's a fantasy that, you know, Rizzo and Marty and Jan are dancing with the Teen Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And then the boys float over yeah. at the end. Marty's particularly weird in the beauty school dropout because it's like, she's like, I'm not interested. I don't or care. is it weird that she's not trying to sleep with the teenager yeah, that at too. the time? <laughs> and she's just like, I don't care. But then at certain points, it looks like she just doesn't remember the choreography. She's just like... Yeah, they don't... They don't dance well in this number. All three of them. No. It's really odd. Neither does some of the other ones. But anyway. Something else that I wanted to mention about the movie, and I, I just looked up the director. For an iconic movie, I don't think people... Like you said, can you name someone that hasn't seen Grease? Yeah. Could you name someone who knows the name of the director of oh, Grease? Yeah. Randy Kleisner. Randall Kleiser. Right. Is an American filmmaker, a film, television producer, director, a screenwriter, and actor. This is his first movie. Second, according to... Oh, his first directing movie. He yeah. wrote Street People in 1976. And everybody's I, heard of that one. Yeah. I wanted to look him up because there's a few shots that I'm like, you've shot this, you've staged this like a stage show and then shot it from the wrong angle. Yep. So when in Grease Lightning, Kanicki flips on top of the car and starts kicking his legs up, yep. our first shot of that is from the side. Uh-huh. And that looks really weird. Yep. But then you're like, well, like, what is going on here? Then when you switch to the front view, yes. there's one of the other boys and Kanicki's legs are kicking up either side of him and his arms are going up in yep. the front. And you're like, that works. Yeah. So there are as a couple- weird as it is, that works. Yeah, yeah. That couple of times, things like that happened throughout the movie. But generally speaking, I think the dance numbers are pretty good. Yes. Except for I'm going to talk about the bandstand in a moment because we're up to about that time of the movie. Mm -hmm. Dancing extras are generally very good. Vince Fontaine, 100% creepo. Oh, yeah. He slept with a teenage girl. Yeah. He's definitely done that in the past. Yeah, and probably in this movie. Uh, Yep. And how does he get it? By putting aspirin in their coke. But also within that scene, something I forgot about, Blanche, the principal's assistant, Mm. dances with Tom, the jock. When I hear music, I just can't control my feet. Mm. Blame it on the boogie. Mm. That's going to be an excuse in uh, court. Impact. (laughs) I'm blaming it on the boogie. I blame it on the boogie. Done. It's fine. To court dismissed. So... Gavel. Why would then Vince Fontaine also be like, have you met Marty on the TV? Every And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, we all know Marty. <laughs> yeah, we all know Marty. And we also now know that you sleep with teenage girls. Weird. Weird. I do like Marty. Yeah, my favourite pink lady is Frenchie. I think it's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never shot a TV show before, right? Okay, yeah, good. But watching the dance-off this time, I'm like, there is no possible way this could look good on TV. 
No. But it was the 50s. Nobody knew. Because actually no one had, they had, had nothing to yeah, compare it to. for this big. <laughs> yeah. But also they'd never seen a dance-off on TV before like two years before this happened. Yeah. When TV was invented. It can't possibly look good. Nope. It's filmed in a school gym. It There's kids everywhere. It's messy. And there's kids like in and out, running across and in and out. The dancing is super vulgar. Even the ones that don't get disqualified for being vulgar. Yeah. They tap out um, Craterface yeah. and Rizzo. And then they look like annoyed by it, even though she's like, well, we're not going to win. Yeah. Before. And then... Um, basically, John Travolta sits on Cha-Cha. No, but even before that, they, they kick out um, Crater Face. And, but then Cha-Cha puts her foot on Kaniki's chest. Yep. And Kaniki is fully looking up her dress yep. while she's waving it. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Weird. But then the dancing that isn't vulgar is just shit. Like there are some, some terrible good, dancers yeah. at this school. Yeah. Kaniki looks like he's just run a marathon. Kaniki looks like he's having a seizure. He is sweaty as all get out mm. and looks terrible. But John Travolta wins with Cha-Cha. With Cha-Cha. Because for some reason, Sonny comes over and takes away Olivia Newton-John, Sandy. Does Sonny think Sandy's going to take Danny from them? I don't know. Is that but it a was subplot that is not developed? <clears throat> it was weird to me. It is weird. It's almost like Chacha went, hey, can you get her away from him? But then why Maybe. are you doing what Chacha says? Well, because Sonny thinks Chacha will then put out. Yeah. With the, probably... She's the best dancer. She's the best dancer at St. Bernadette's yeah, with the worst with reputation. The worst reputation. She might have flashed him a tit and then he'll do whatever, whatever she likes. Well, they'll be getting lots of tit and grease lightning. That's true. And not Sonny. <laughs> Kaniki and Danny, yes. Sonny, Putsy, and the other one. Yeah, what is his name? Duty? Yes. Yeah. Best Not. extra. Um, <laughs> the mooning scene is funny. Yeah. Although the old lady from I who that is on the, right. on the right, I'm like 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, as a person who has been a teacher, the FBI have special ways of identifying you. I'm yeah. like, that is such teacher bullshit. That kids 100% believe, especially those dumbasses. Yeah. And then I really noticed this time that while she's doing that announcement, they're working on the car and then they all kind of pull their pants up or move their... T- one's trying to pull his T-shirt down, the other one's yeah. pulling his overalls up so that they're... Um, don't worry, boys. She's not looking at your asses. Yeah. She's going to cha-chas. Yeah. Then I noticed as well that the once the grease lightning car is ready, the teacher says... If it was in any better condition, it would fly. Yes, and then mm. somebody says it will. Like, well, will. but then it's not the it's not Grease Lightning at the end. It's a different car. That's the Scorpions car because they won the pink slips. It was a red car. Yeah, it's Danny's a completely car. different car. Danny has a car. Yes, because he drives it to the drive-in and sneaks everyone and in the it. Drive-in. That scene's odd. Uh yeah, with the dancing hot dogs. Yeah, that's a really weird emotional song. Oh, Sandy, Monday at school. Why, why, why? <laughs> it's not even the worst part of singing he does in this movie. That's that my impression Next. of no, my impression of Danny singing Sandy 
is much better than John Travolta's impersonation of Elvis singing Grease Lightning. I didn't even mention Summer Nights. Yeah. Well, that'll be getting a lot of mentions later in my awards. It's coming up shortly. I didn't write any notes about the race because it just happens. It's just there. It just happens and it's part of it and no one notices just one random blonde girl sitting a little bit further up the thing. He took her shoes off for some reason. Yeah, except for Frenchie. You can't walk down that embankment in heels. She didn't have heels on, didn't she? She said like runners. Little heely things. No. Uh, yeah, so the the race happens and a little bit clunky to get Danny in the car, mm-hmm. but Putsy knocks out Kanicki. Yeah. Then they race. <laughs> you could still you could still drive. No, he was like, oh, I'm seeing two of you. Yeah, righto. He is also very emotional about Rizzo at this yeah. point, mm. which is why he um, hugs for like half a second. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. And then who? Before they realise that it's it's not very manly. The race happens and then all of a sudden they're like, yep, it's the end of the year. The race happens. She goes, Frenchie, I'm not happy. Can you make me a completely different person? So I am. Is she? mm, uh, Yeah, we'll talk about that shortly. Danny Zuko letters in track somehow. Yeah, because and he's gets good to at the running. End of year carnival with a with a leather jacket on, and then that moment, she is um, whatever the bloody music riff is. She looks good in that outfit, yeah, uh, and with the big curly hair, and then the two two of the four, half of the iconic songs from this musical. Come in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. We go together and you're the one that I want. Yeah. Then there's Grease Lightning. Well, okay, two-fifths. 40% of the iconic songs are the last two. Yes, that yeah. is correct. Quick maths. Uh, and then, yeah, you're the one that I want, and then we go together. A wop up, blue bop, a wop, bam, boom. They fly off into the sun. Overall, it's a it's a very good story in terms of like teen angst and teen issues because, like I said, Frenchie is worried about the future. Rizzo covers off the teen pregnancy thing. Yeah. Uh, Danny and Sandy finding yourself and the relationship. Mm-hmm. Marty want to wants to that way. Mar- Marty wants to grow up. Impulse control is a big one, which is a big teen kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Danny and uh, Kaniki and Rizzo are just like, whatever. A condom that you bought 20 years ago in the seventh grade, Kaniki, yes. has broken. What a surprise. Danny decides to dance with Cha-Cha just because it looks fun at the time rather than go and chase Sandy. And then the boys are like, oh, when Danny says, what, what do you do? You can't keep following me forever. You know, like, the boys oh, are like, oh, I have to. Think of something to do now. They go to summer school. They it have to be, repeat. Yeah, yeah. They have to go to summer school. Those and boys. Eugene becomes a pitcher. Eugene, even though he's a senior, <laughs> the coach would know who Eugene is. The coach would really know who Eugene is because it was announced who Eugene is at the thing that he's at. But Thanks also, for Patty Simcox and Yulian Shemnevsky or whatever his name yeah, was. But also, like teachers know teachers. Teachers know students that they don't teach. Yeah, like. 
the kid that is constantly bullied, all the teachers know that kid. Oh, yeah. they Everybody knows. Because they go to the staff room like, fucking, did you see what they did to Eugene yeah, yeah. today? Poor Eugene. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Poor Eugene. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of us is a teacher, one of us isn't. That's the why did, story. Why do they do a Charlie Chaplin impression during the dance at the end? The green polo shirt extra. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like Charlie Chaplin, Groucho Marxy. Yo, I don't get something. it. It was just weird to me. Is it like do something funny and then all these theatre kids just like did stuff? Yeah. That's the story. Everyone knows it. Uh, but it has a little bit more layers than I think... Is it's generally regarded as, yeah, the good story of teen angst. It's not just cool songs, sex jokes, and Danny and Sandy. Yep, but that is why it is iconic for those three things. And it has a fair bit of impact. impact. I was thinking, right, if you had to have like, I've seen this phrase, a Mount Rushmore of movies that have had cultural impact. Oh, like a top 5. Like a top 5 but 4. <laughs> you know, if you're making a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. I think this would be up there. Everybody knows it. Okay. It's yep. been referenced in everything, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's a show, it's had a sequel, it's had spin-offs. It um it was up the highest grossing musical when it was released at the time. So it, yeah, like I said earlier, $6 million budget made $366 million. Wow. So it was the highest grossing movie of 1978. Uh, the soundtrack ended 1978 as the second best selling album of, in the United States. What beat it? Do you know? Saturday Night Fever. Oh, big year for John. Mm. Um, and it was up there, like, as. Movie musical soundtracks, yeah. Um, and now it's 11th, it's up there with um, uh, yeah, no, I don't know, 11th Bodyguard, Purple Rain, The Greatest Showman, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I'm not sure that's Forrest Gump, yeah, movie soundtracks, not movie musical soundtracks. Well, no, movie soundtracks, yeah, right, you know, yeah, Forrest Gump's pretty iconic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Is that do 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 do? Is that yeah the Cup? feather theme? Yeah, the feather theme. Yeah. yeah, from the band book. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a sequel, Grease Two, which is apparently terrible. Although apparently, according to TikTok, it made Michelle Pfeiffer a star. Well, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> then they did a prequel TV series, Grease: Rise of the Pink Ladies. Yeah, recently on Amazon Prime. Oh, Paramount Plus. Pretty sure that's been cancelled now. Mm. And they're working on a prequel film called Summer Lovin'. Oh, they're, they're cute dates at the beach. Yeah. Um, I want to see them build that sandcastle. That was epic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it basically was like, this Olivia Newton-John chick's all right, hey. Yeah. Like, we nobody really knew her in the States. They might have known some of her songs, but this, like, next level famous. This made her? Correct. Um, the song, Hopelessly Devoted to You. Okay. Was nominated for an Oscar. Yes. For best original best song. Best original song. The film also received five Golden Globe nominations Ooh. for Best Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Yep. John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. 
and two song, two nominations for best original song for Greece, and you're the one that I want. Oh yeah, because you're the one that I want is not in the stage originally. I think the impact as well on this stage show on this is now that those songs are in the stage show. Yeah. Like you put hopelessly devoted, but well, then you, it was like that's it, the only the only reason they put it in there is because in like the agreement or contract or whatever, there's like Olivia has to have a solo song. Olivia needs a single to release. Yeah, basically. because otherwise she didn't have a solo song. Oh, that sounds familiar. It was like Dreamgirls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was also you know like People's Choice Award. Yes, it won Best Overall Motion Picture. <laughs> favorite musical motion picture. Mm-hmm. John Travolta was nominated for favorite male musical performer. Okay. ONJ won for favorite female musical performer, and Stockard Channing won for favorite motion picture supporting actress. Wow, it's a big deal. The people loved it. The AFI has its on its list of one hundred years, one hundred passions, number ninety-seven. Oh, just scraped in. Yeah, the, Kanicki and Rizzo, not Dan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crater Face and Cha Cha. Um, <laughs> the Finn Fontaine and Marty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's number seven. Summer Nights is number seventy of the one hundred years, one hundred songs. Movie songs. Yeah. Then I was thinking, you know how mm. um, last week we did the top five songs that. Yeah, we didn't was, put Grease in any I, of them. <laughs> I was listening to Hopelessly Devoted. I'm like, this is a good bloody song. She can. Bloody sing. It's not iconic to the level of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. No. Um, and then on the AFI's Greatest Museum Musicals, it's number 20. There are 19 better movie musicals than Grease. There are. Mm. Name them. No. <laughs> you know, some of them are like from the fucking 20s or whatever. When movie musicals were real. Yes. Yep. Um, it's referenced in... So many things. They yes. do a Glee, an episode of Grease on Glee. So that's how you know you've made it. Yes. Um, the one that's referenced the most, I think, in comedy way is the ending with the the flying the, the flying car. car. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, yeah, it's one of the like three weird fantasy moments that they have. Yeah. Do you want to know who got a bargain? Yeah. The people who bought um, Olivia Newton-John's um, suit. Oh, yeah? The leather. They, she auctioned it off. In 2019, Dame, Olivia Newton-John. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sure some people write that in their trivia yeah, things yeah. on whatever. Auctioned the leather jacket and pants she wore in the finale for $405,000. That is a bargain. Yeah. Yeah. To benefit, of course, cancer research. Yes. Yeah. Um, what else we got? You know, in the stage play, Look At Me, I'm Sandra D had a reference to Sal Mineo. Mm-hmm. But they cut that out because he was murdered in 1976. Oh, probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, for the movie, the lyric was... Cha- yes. I think that bit was meant to be Sal Mineo. I'm pretty sure it was weird, right? Sal Mineo, I wouldn't say, is a sex symbol compared to Elvis. And then, ironically, the slumber party scene in the movie and the song was filmed on August 16th, 1977, the day Elvis died. Ooh. So they killed Elvis. Yeah. Mm. 
your favourite bit? Fan theories? No. Oh. Alternate castings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? John Travolta was given the role after Henry Winkler turned it down. Because mm. he Why? Because he didn't want to be typecast Then it's just yeah, like Fonzie the musical Yeah, yeah, yeah You know what I mean? Yeah He's like, hey. And I can't imagine him doing that actually Either He did re- no. He does regret that um, Before they hired Olivia Newton-John They considered people such as Marie Osmond mm. And Carrie Fisher Okay. But they didn't know if Carrie Fisher could sing, so they didn't offer it. Why you wouldn't audition? I don't know. Because yeah. she might be able to sing. She's fucking Debbie Reynolds' daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yes, that makes a lot There's of sense. There's a chance that she could yeah. sing. Um, maybe she can't. <laughs> she turned it down to do Go and Coconuts instead. Oh, that was Mary Osmond. Um, I was going to say, like, the late 70s, early 80s for Carrie Fisher was pretty busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pretty iconic. Yeah. Imagine going Star Wars... Greece, Empire Strikes Back. Well, like, yeah, Star Wars and playing Princess Leia, a very strong female character, yep. iconically strong female character, and then going, I have to change my whole person for a man, mm. then going back to being Princess Leia. Yeah. Odd. Um, they eventually then chose Olivia Newton-John after the producer met... Her after chance encounter at a soiree hosted by Helen Reddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so well done, Helen. She's had an impact. Well, other than the song. <laughs> other than her career. Yeah. Um, Lucy Arnez, who's the daughter of... Desi Arnez. Ricky, like Lucy and Desi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, auditioned for Rizzo. But they went with Stockard Channing. She would have been too young. She, she might have been 32. <laughs> yeah. um, it said at 33, Rizzo uh, Stockard Channing was cast. Um, Kleiser made her and other actors playing students take a crow's feet test, in quotation marks, to see they could pass for younger close-ups. I don't know who reviewed those tapes, yeah. but they don't. Stockard failed. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they were almost not going to have there are worse things I could do in the movie. Oh, okay. But then Stockhart's like, no, I, I, I can't need this moment. Yeah, I kind of want a song. <laughs> and her kind of teen pregnancy is kind of a big thing of the movie. Yeah. And her angst over it. Yeah. Um, Elvis was considered for the Teen Angel, but okay. died before production. Yep, correct. Which make, then makes no sense. Um, well, they don't film things in order. Do- Donnie Osmond was then another Teen Angel. Before um, Av- Frankie Avalon was cast. It would have been Fat Elvis too. Yeah, but it's still Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so was Frankie Valli, was think for Teen Angel. Yep. Who had been, he got the choice of either being Team Angel or singing the theme song. And he sang the theme song. Correct choice. Really? His song is on the radio all the time. Gold play, for some reason, Grease a lot. Yeah. So, Kaniki was Danny Zuko on Broadway. Mm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like we said, it is Kaniki's song. Grease Lightning is Kaniki's song in the stage show, but then they were like, um, but it's John Travolta. Get him to sing it. Yes, correct. Yeah. The other thing while I was looking at, um, it's not Impact, but it's a weird bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love it. Would we say that it launched Olivia Newton-John? 
Sure, why not? Movie-wise, um, yes. Movie-wise, in America, yes. She was already fourth place in Eurovision at this stage. But also, like, she wouldn't have done a mum for Christmas if it wasn't for this movie. Or Xanadu, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like, go with that. Well, for the joke, I was going with a mum for Christmas. You know, when I, you know in Glee <laughs> as well, she does. She has little cameos as herself in Glee. Yes, when Sue Sylvester sings yeah. physical. She goes, hello? <laughs> she goes, this is Olivia Newton-John. Star of Grease, the highest, most successful movie <laughs> musical of all time. She makes the fun of herself. So it's funny. She goes, nice try. That accent is ridiculous and hangs up in it. Anyway. Yep. Jeff Conaway, who plays Kenicky, yep, was so infatuated with Dame Olivia Newton-John. Oh, good. He was tongue-tied whenever he was around. Oh, that's cute. He later married Olivia's sister. <laughs> Is that not weird? That is weird. That is weird. That is weird. Yeah. So mm. that's my last bit of um, impacts. <laughs> Can I tell you a fan theory? That it's which a, you've probably heard of. Is it? Right? A, is it all a dream? This right is an article from Screen Rant. Mm-hmm. Right. The most notorious Grease fan theory suggests that Olivia Newton-John's Sandy is in fact dying throughout the movie. And the infamous teenage love story is no more than a fantasy. Oh, God. So apparently, on the beach, she drowns. (laughs) And then the rest of the movie is a fantasy, and her flying away in the car at the end is like, go towards the light. Why does we need a fantasy of then having Frenchie have a fantasy in the fantasy? Yeah. And then why do we then why does she have a fantasy about a bunch of boys singing about a car that's going to get them laid? And yeah. why do we then have a fantasy about the girl she hates getting fake pregnant? Yeah, that that is the thing that kind of pulls anyway, all this apart. People have too much time on their hands. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's some Apparently- that is somebody trying to find a reason for the stupid car flying off into the sky at the end, because there is no reason. Although I did get a little bit teary when she turns around and waves. I'm like, oh, because she's actually dead. <laughs> I was like, oh, Olivia. <laughs> the movie started out as a stage play. Yeah. And this article says the stage play had a far raunchier spirit than oh, the God. eventual adi- eventual adaptation. What were they doing? Yeah, that was on stage sex or something. Mm. Um. Before we go on to our awards, yep, I put it out there on Facebook. Uh, I want to know if anyone I know has not seen Grease the movie. Yeah. Our two cousins' boyfriends have not. I'm not surprised by one of them. So Maddie says that's a crime, but then follows it up by saying that her boyfriend hasn't. <laughs> so I'm just going to make sure that she fixes that. That's her responsibility. Shall we do some awards? Um, Let us know on the socials if you haven't seen Grease the movie. You shouldn't have made it this far in the episode if you have. Yeah. Let's do some awards. My, I didn't tear up. Cool. Even though it's a happy ending, I knew it was coming, and I've seen this movie enough that it's worn out. Yeah. Right? right. So the Ben Stiller from There's Something About Mary Most Cryingest Moment doesn't exist. Good. All right. Worst extra. My worst extras. Worst extra. I'm going to say first. Yep. Two of mine are from Summer Nights. Tom the Jock Boy. 
I was thinking that, right? Because wrote, he doesn't have any lines. I wrote early on, I'm like, Tom the Jock Boy, does he have a line? This is all don't he says. Don't ask ChatGTP. They don't know who that is. Yeah. This is all he says, right, in the movie. Yeah. Hi. No, no. He, he mouths the hi, how are mm. you, across the bonfire, yeah. which is totally unsafe and would not happen in a school these days. Yep. He mouths the hi, how are you? But then this is the rest of his dialogue for the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. When? When they're eating in when, the diner? When they're at the diner. Yeah. And she says, I want to put a song on. And he goes, yep. Then she goes, I need money. Yeah. Doi. And he goes, yep. That's it. Best or worst, he's saying. Worst. Okay. Because <laughs> even when you look at him, he just looks like a dumb idiot. Well, I think he's meant to. Yeah, I know. Um. I put, as I said earlier on, in Summer Nights, Girl in Neckerchief. So when Sandy's first singing, and I'm yep. Sandy, right? Yes. And I'm singing to you. Yeah. There's a girl that's like then behind, and she's just like... <laughs> Over the top. Like... Bah, bah, well, I, I've no. just forgotten how Summer Nights go. That's a, that's a theatre kid who's yes. just like, thank fuck. Finally, someone has broken out in song at this school, yeah. and I'm in. And then she came up again later at the bonfire and in the dance thing, you know. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. like, and she, so she might have redeemed herself. Um, then in Summer Nights as well, when then it gets slower yeah. and Sandy starts walking off, there's just a random guy <laughs> sitting by himself on one of the tables, just sitting there like, hmm... No, he's a loser. It almost looks like he's the cleaner that's just like, can these girls fuck off to class? I've got to clean the cafeteria that's outside. It's in California. Yeah. And I'm like, like, why is he there? All the boys are meant to be on the bleachers. Yeah. Singing about, did you put off a fight? Yeah. Which I'll come to in a second. Then in We Belong Together, I wrote. (laughs) Yes. they're all all the main cast are like Chang 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 the Chang, yep. and there's a guy that's a dancer who's like bent over, like talking to someone, and you can just kind of see his ass sticking <laughs> into the screen. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, mate, just yeah, like move over a bit, twerk that way. A bit. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. I have a couple of more nominations for worst extra. You have been to high school, right? I have, yeah. It's been a while, but I have been to a high school before. there were a group of boys causing a ruckus outside the school as you walked in, you might glance at them. Yes. Not just walk straight past. Yeah. If that same group of boys, as you were headed to class in the hall, were kicking another student, you also might look at that as well. Maybe. No, none of those students react like... To anything that the T-Birds do. Yeah. Which I think is odd. A part of me was like, are they meant to be cool? Yeah. Like, I I was like, are the pink ladies and the T-Birds the ultimate cool people at the school? And I'm like, no, I think they just don't have any other friends and they just made themselves gangs. They could have. Yeah. Or are they, like, out there, their own type of cool yeah, they're cool, but they're not popular. Cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be cool, Sonny. Another nomination for worst extra is when they are singing "You're the One That I Want." You are the one I want. Ooh, 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 honey. 
And they're in the, the pug, the up and down thing, <laughs> the pug hand puppet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're in the mystery joint, and it's up and down, right? Yes. There's one person in each window behind them. Yeah. One of them is ooing and ahhing. The other two are just watching. I'm pretty sure one of them is also that guy in the green polo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure all three of them are meant to be ooing and ahhing, <laughs> and one, only one is singing backing vocals. So yeah. the other two, I'm nominating them. And the jock boy, uh, uh, that they're my nominations. Okay. Is the guy in the green polo in the good or the bad category? Well, I think he's good because he's given it heaps. He is absolutely making the most of it. But then I did get girl in a neckerchief. I just did worse extra. Um, Jock boy. Jock boy. Because Tom? like it goes it goes on to this other category that I'm still thinking about adding is least influential main character. Yeah. Oh, no, he is influential because then he... Yeah. Yeah. But he has a significant amount of screen time for yeah. two words. Yeah. Worst extra, the jock yeah. boy. I wrote, I wrote. Does he have an actual line? And then I wrote, he mumbles "yeah" to Sandy about the jukebox. That is the Estelle. No, no, that's the Andy Millman from Ricky Gervais's Extras. Mm, worst mm, extra mm-hmm. award. The Estelle Reiner, best extra award. I'll have what she's having. One extra that I always remember, even from when we watched it as a kid, when mm-hmm. Sandy and Frenchie are walking into school, the girl behind them balancing a book on her head. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yep. There's one guy. I, I said no one reacts. And so this guy was borderline. When they're um, causing a ruckus with Eugene, yeah, he fully overreacts to it. He's like, oh, oh my God, what are they? What is going on here? He's the new, gay, he's the new kid. I yeah. nearly said gay there. <laughs> well, I camped that reaction yes, up a little yes. bit. <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that. Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know... Like, I think he's good because he's the only actual student who re- extra who reacts like a student but would react. But it's bad because nobody else is doing it's, it. It's bad overreacting. Yeah. So I he's wrote, a borderline. Um, guy in green t-shirts on the bleachers during summer nights. So they're all like in their little huddle and it's like, did she put up a fight? And then off yep. to like the side, it's just one guy in a green t-shirt and a leather jacket just like. <laughs> oh, yes, him. Wah. Yeah, loving. Well, well, well. That's how it goes. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't believe that. One of the most iconic it. songs from the most successful movie musical. Oh, well, 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 who? Yeah. And then he slowly, like, gets close to the group. He's trying to join in. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. he's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. To try to become a T-bird. I want to know, speaking of extras, where they drew the line... For joining in and not joining in. Because at the start of Summer Nights, there's a couple of tables that do join in with the girls. Yeah. But then there are other some people just sitting in the background. Yeah. And then by the end of it, nobody else is around except for that one weird guy that's sitting there. Yeah, the cleaner. Mm. Which who could be a student because Because he, he could be forty. Both of them are thirty. Yeah. So do we say good extra or not good extra? The ones that join in and the ones that don't join in? Well, I think the ones that don't join in have been told to not join in. Okay, so that's good. Yeah. My be- another best extra nomination for me is Blanche. Okay. I don't know if she has enough. She probably just probably borders on much. having a number of lines. Because one of my best extra nominations, but then I thought had too many lines, was the waitress. Oh, I wonder who the one is on the right. Yeah, and it's all like, she's like, oh, your hair looks like an Easter egg. 
And you're too young to think about being a waitress. So in the 50s, only yeah. old ladies were waitresses? Yeah, I don't know. That's odd. Um, then I had Teen Angel. He gets a whole song. He has one scene. What about Johnny it's Casino? It's a cameo, not an extra. Well, he's terrible, there's so mem- he's not best extra if there's he's an extra. A member of Johnny Casino's, or one of the gamblers, who is the- a beat behind everything and finishes the song two beats late. Almost, like the yeah. song finishes, and then it cuts to the band, and then the guy goes, jazz hands. I'm pretty like, sure late, as well that Johnny Casino isn't singing when he should be singing. No, that's true. Yeah. So is Johnny Casino a nomination for Worst Extra? Nah, because that's just bad editing. Okay. Um, then I wrote The Last Guy With His Tie Undone. <laughs> well, at I, the, no, at the, we after can't the... have that winning because Guy With His Tie Undone. I'm not searching YouTube to I know take when that it into is. a TikTok. I know when it is. Okay. It's in the hand jive. Yes. Dance contest. And after Sandy like walks out, she walks past this guy. Yeah. And then it cuts back to him and he's just like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, why? Why do we... He's, he's a no one. There's a guy from the hand jive as well who is hand jiving in about one third time. No, no, slow. Like if you're watching on the YouTube. Born to hand jive. But not in time. Not in half time. Oh, yeah. Like in some odd I just out of time. love way. that at one point in history, this was the coolest thing you could do. The hand drive at a school dance. Yep. And then go watch the blob at a drive-in. Oh, yeah. And then get your dick hit by a car door. Well, yeah, we'd assume. And then You're sing. a fake and a phony and I wish I'd eliminate lies on you. Oh, no, Danny. Oh, no, Danny Zuko. <laughs> um, so who wins best extra? Oh, you know what? I don't bloody know. Can we just give it to Blanche so that I can put on TikTok... Her scene of when the coach is like, we're going to rip them up yeah, to yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. All right. The principal's fine. assistant. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe it's too many lines. Anyway, whatever. We're done. It's our podcast. We can do what we like with it. The Halle Berry X-Men worst line. I have two nominations that are closely related. Yeah. Did she put up a fight? Doobie-doo. No. Well, Sonny's a freak. That wasn't Sonny. Sonny that was, was the a duty. blondie, wasn't it? It was a putsy. Putsy. Yeah. Yeah. Putsy, Sonny, the one that kind of looks like he could be a teenager. Well, he was uh, like 22 or something. Oh, there you go. So he could be. Yeah. Um, Sonny's the one that says, could she get me a friend? Yeah. And they're like, oh, And they hit him in a boing. Yeah. So it's an idiot to ask for a friend, but it's not it's an idiot to, say to if you raped uh, put up a fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not great. The other nomination is also closely related, and it is, I saw Vince Fontaine try to put aspirin in my Coke at the dance. Yeah, I wrote oh, that as Marty. well. I wrote, okay, I'm going to ask, I'm going to say the line during Sandy, Sandra D, and I want to get your thoughts on what the line means. Yep. The underlying subcontext. Subtext. Subtext. Yep. Even Rock Hudson lost his heart to Doris Day. Mm-hmm. Is that because he's a gay? Well, I think the joke is that okay. he's a gay. But like in the 50s, uh-huh. he wasn't. Yes. Well, right? 
Well, no, yeah, to Rizzo. But what I want to look up now, which I maybe should have done before. Even this, Rock Hudson last. Oh, this, I didn't even know that was the line. I thought the line movie, was even Rock Hudson lost. Full stop. His heart to Doris. No, I, yeah. I thought it's like it's hard for Doris Day was the second line oh. of that. But you're probably right. It's even Lock, Rock Hudson lost, lost his, his heart, heart to Doris, to Doris Day. Day. A A. Um, what I want to know then is. This is what I was trying to look up before. Oh, stop doing that, IMDb. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, sorry. Um, Rock Hudson and Doris Day made a number of movies together. Yep. In various forms. I believe the first of which was um, Pillow Talk, mm-hmm. which, or maybe that's just the best one rather than the first one, um, which was in 1959. Oh. And this movie's set in 1958. Okay, so it's a 70s joke about a 50s thing. Yeah, that's what I was... That was anyway. timed wrong. Maybe the joke is pretty pretty blonde girls are so good that even Rock Hudson, yeah. as the internet says, ding, lost his heart to Doris Day, the nice blonde yeah. girl like Sandra D. Yeah, okay. I also wrote, I hope I don't get camera fright. Sandy says that at the dance. Um, that's not a thing. <laughs> no. Um, Vince Fontaine. Hey, yeah. do you folks know I come into your room every night? Yeah. and But then also is it Marty saying maraschino like the cherry? No, that's funny. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, I caught Vince Fontaine trying to put aspirin in my Coke. Yeah. And I wrote, at the after the race... Frenchie mm-hmm. goes over to Sandy. Aren't you happy, Danny One? And she, she says, says, Danny One, like you should see one, it. Aren't you happy? Yeah. No, I'm not, but I think I know how I could be changing my appearance and everything about me. So that's not worst line, that's worst plot point. Okay. <laughs> New category, <laughs> worst plot points. Rizzo gets pregnant and she's clearly too old. Um, so which is, which is, it's down to two, right? Which is worst, teen on Aspirin. teen non-consent or adult to teen non-consent? <laughs> adult to teen. But I also think, okay, I don't know science, the science of aspirin and in Coca-Cola. I think the joke is that it's not aspirin. Oh, of course it is, bro. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I think I'm also nominating myself for worst interpretation of lines. In a movie. Um, I think, Missed joke. I think the... Oh, Saw dude, him trying to put aspirin in my Coke at the ma- dance. Make worse. Them, yeah. Does it make it worse? Or does trying it make it better? Trying to root for you. I think it's the... I caught Vince Fontaine trying to put aspirin in my Coke at the dance. Yeah. Only because it's clearly a Pepsi movie as well, as they've highlighted That's before. true. That's true. Um, is PG actually a uh, like a slang for pregnant? Yeah, PG. Yeah. Rizzo's okay. PG personal. This is PG. She's got a bun in the She's oven. She's got a bun in the oven. Also, if you want to keep it a secret, don't announce it in the toilets where all the women are. Yeah. I'm a faulty typewriter, which is a funny way that's of saying great, it. That's a I'm great Mr. one. Period. It's a great yeah. one. All right. So that's the Halle Berry X-Men worst line. The I'm your father most iconic scene. 
I've got five. I've got five. Three of them are songs. Three of them are songs. Summer Nights, Grease Lightning, you're the one that I want. Summer Nights, Grease Lightning, Hand Jive. Oh, okay, right, yep. I wrote specifically, though, not you're the one that I want, yep. but tell me about it, stud. I, I said, when Sandy comes up changed, which is not the best way to write that sentence, Yeah, but that's the moment <laughs> I'm trying to describe. And in Grease Lightning, I wrote, but mainly the chorus with the arm movements. The dance move, yeah, that even the teacher joins in on. It's so yeah. iconic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Summer Nights, the whole thing, but maybe when they, like, superimpose her head floating in the sky. Nights! Maybe mainly that bit. <laughs> um, hand jive, the whole thing, really. Now can you hand jive, baby? More the, you know, the car chase. Go, Tell me about it. No. Nah. Does the car, the car it's, chase it's a good make scene, the but it, it doesn't make my top five most iconic Not iconic, scenes. that's true. Tell me about it, stud. All right, I'm going to change when she comes up changed to tell me about it, stud. And the fifth one I wrote. When she looks back as waves as they fly away. I wrote the, just generally the car floating off into space for yep. some reason. Yeah. <laughs> the, but the... But that her turning around going, bye. In terms of most iconic... Olivia Newton John. Yeah. Like when she did pass Valet. Yeah. That was on Facebook a lot. Uh huh. So what are we doing? Tell me about it, Stud. Tell me about it, Stud. Yep. When Sandy comes up changed. When Sandy comes up changed. <laughs> That's and then the, when I'm she your father most scene. She's like, cool. And then she's like, what do I do? What do I do? And Marty's like, yeah, she knows. Marty knows how to get a guy. She's a one woman ISO. ISO. Oh, my God. If anybody from work is listening, they know that ISO <laughs> is an international bloody fucking, like, audit thing we have to get for work, and I've just been talking about it too much. Oh. It's something else. Yeah, it's like a, the standards of something. Yeah. ISO numbers. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. 2,701. Oh, it, it's also in photography. The light sensitivity of an image medium is dona- denoted by an ISO number. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, of course, because you're a photographer. I'm a photographer. That's We can tell from our social media feeds. Jive, baby. If you're enjoying this episode of Two Drink Cinema, check out our other podcast, Two Out of Three Recommend. Each week we get together to chat about life and recommend drinks, movies, shows and things to keep you busy. Check out the link in the show notes for this episode or find the highlights on the socials. Because we're reviewing Greece, we are going to do a top five that we have debated. Okay, this was so hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hard. We are doing the top five singers that have had considerable roles in movies. Can I? Bef- yes. So <laughs> we were like, I said top five singer actors, and I was like, singers that then. Went into acting. Yes, but I feel like I felt like that was broad. Yeah. And could also have included actors who sing. Yes. So what we've Jared decided Leto. on. Yeah. <laughs> what we've decided on is singers who are singers and who were singers. Yeah. Who then did an acting. So so say they um wait, I might just have to look up someone. No, no, quick. they have to Kind of have started and established as a singer and then done not a huge number of movies and are still regarded as a singer. 
I might have to change my top. Okay. I might have to change my top two. Really? Well, because I think I've gone singers ranking it on their singing ability. Yes, we're ranking it. And we're, that's the other thing. We're ranking it on their singing ability, not the quality of their acting or the movie. I've got the in. singing ability. Yep. I've ranked it on that and they're a singer actor. But I believe this person got their start as an actor. Singing in a singing in a movie, they yeah. weren't a singer. Then went into movies. That's why I have not included a couple of people. Okay, so I will have to quickly just change my. Oh, uh, but then does that one count? So your top Jesus. one, Kylie Minogue, can't be there. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Kylie. Um, I'm just gonna have to move <laughs> Danny Minogue. So this was hard. Okay. I have a top twenty. I oh god, <laughs> I don't even know if my top. Now my third. Oh, God. I should have done a lot more research. Well, I I don't think I have to check any of mine. As if that's what her top known in IMDb is. Um, no, my top five are what they are. Okay. Yeah. I'm, so, shall we do five, four, three, two, honourable mentions, the rest of my top 21? Um. Yeah, let me just um, just okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, by singing ability, oh, fucking by hell. singing ability. Well, Jesus. Um. Then she's a better singer than her. All mine are women. Just out of the gate. All mine are women. One of mine is a man. And okay. then I have one, two, three. My list is terrible. <laughs> I have three in the rest of my twenty. My list is terrible. Do you want to do it again? Do you no, want some time? No. Make I'm just another cocktail. Do it because I could have two more hours of this and yeah. it's still going to be terrible. Yeah. All right. My number five is Mariah Carey. Glitter is a terrible movie, but she's a great singer. I. She's done one movie. She's done two movies. Yeah. Top is five it- singers that have had considerable roles in movies. They have to okay. still be singers. Okay, 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 okay. The num does you thinking the number of movies count? No, I'm just thinking more they then had an acting career. Okay, so my number five is Mariah Carey. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm, cha- I'm not changing it. This I'm is what we it. talked about okay, yesterday. Ta- I know, not I know, I know. Became an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are still a singer. Okay. What if they're dead? Um. <laughs> Okay, well, that, my number four's out, and yeah. number three, and number one. My, we have different <laughs> lists. We have different lists. Um, my number five is Cher. Yep. Okay, she's my number six. I almost because she's not a she's not the best singer. The four other people on my list are considerably better singers than Cher. Cher is a great singer, but she's. I will allow it to be number five because she has. Won an Oscar. Yeah. So I'll allow it. God, this is tough. My number four. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was in The Wiz. Oh. And is a yeah. very good singer. Yeah. Have we fucked these rules again? No, I just <laughs> didn't think of him as an actor. Well, we're not meant to think of him I as know, an actor. I know, but you know what I mean. I forgot that The Wiz existed. Singers who have so been. So Diana in the Ross on your list as well? She's number 16. <laughs> Full twenty. <laughs> All right. Well, my number four is Lady Gaga. Okay, she's my number seven. God. My number three, Tina Turner. Beyond Thunderdome. 
Mad Max be on? Is Thunder that a Day? significant role? Oh. All right, then. I'm going to leave it because my the rest of mine are terrible. <laughs> so, with, okay, they're not terrible. My number one, I don't know if it actually applies. But anyway, what did you say, Tina Turner? Tina Turner is number three. If my, it's not allowed, mm. I'll move Tina down and I'll put Cher into number five and bump the other two up. My number three yep. is Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. She, based on singing ability. Based on singing ability. Yeah, I have to move Oh, my her God. Then. I've forgotten one. Based on singing ability. Oh my god, I have to change my. No- I'm changing my number one because I'm pretty sure my number one doesn't count. Okay, all right. Do we need a pause then? No, nah, go. All right, I just have to move J Hud in my bottom twenty. Bottom twenty. Well, the rest of my top twenty. All right. Uh, then my number two is Beyonce. Wow, okay. Okay. She's not in my top five. Wow. Based on singing ability. She's a very good singer. She's not as good of a singer as, well, she's better than Cher. Do you reckon she's a not as good a singer as Lady Gaga? I think Lady Gaga's a better singer than Beyonce. We've seen Beyonce live. She's very good. I've seen Lady Gaga live too. She's very good. Okay. Beyonce's a better performer. Okay. Gaga's a pretty good performer, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, my number two um, is, this will come as a shock to no one, <laughs> is Bette Midler. Is that the one you thought you had to change because she actually started in a movie musical? Uh, no. The one I'll, 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 when I have honourable mentions, I'll because name the ones I, I think I had to change. didn't include Bette because I think of Bette as a, Singer actress, not as a singer. She, I believe, she was a singer first. I've definitely lent more towards they are still known primarily as a singer. Yeah. Okay. Which Bet Miller is? I suppose it depends who you ask. If you ask a lot of people, they'll be like, She's "Oh yeah, Hocus Pocus. Beaches." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than, "Oh yeah, the name of an album." All right. Do we get to these honourable mentions? Do you want my six to 20 or do you want my honourable mentions? One of my honourable mentions I won't mention because I already made a joke about Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Street Fighter doesn't count. Oh, as no, a movie? Well, she started as an actor. Yeah, that's that's the joke. I oh, made. okay. Sorry. Holly Valance has to come off my list. <laughs> Natalie Imbruglia. Delta Goodrum. Nat Bass. So is Nat Bass. Um, not movies. Any of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Prison Break uh, is not a movie, Holly Valance. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Um, Mark Wahlberg was mentioned in a couple of lists that I looked uh, up. Oh, okay. As Marky Mark and the Funchy, Funky Bunch to Boogie okay. Nights. Okay, let's do your six to 20. All right. Just quick. My other honourable mentions were Queen Latifah. Yeah, I had her, but I, I crossed her off. I know her equally. Yeah. Uh, and the few of the lists I looked up had a lot of rappers on them. Yep. And I'm like... Diddy in whatever Diddy was in, no. Ludacris. Eminem in 8 Mile. Yeah. Like, iconic movie, iconic rapper. Yeah. Has some but singing that's all in his he's songs. Done. But so yeah. he just wrote, he's just a movie about himself. That's like saying Prince is an actor. Yeah, but we're not picking actors. We're picking no, singers. No, but I'm saying movies. having this, yeah, okay. Anyway, my 6 to 20. From 20. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Yep. Good Singer, Social Network. Yeah. Lauren Hill, Sistrack 2. Was an actor first, yep. Madonna, A League of Their Own. Yeah. 
J-Lo. Yeah. David Bowie. Are you saying J-Lo's a better singer than Madonna? Yep. And Justin Timberlake? Yep. Okay. David, David Bowie. Bowie. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. Diana Ross. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Okay. ONJ. Ooh, okay. Barbara Streisand. Yep. Meatloaf. Yep. Christina Aguilera. Yep. Rihanna. Yep. Lady Gaga. Okay. Cher. Okay. Okay. You have a lot better ones than me. <laughs> um, so, these are ones that I had on my list. Yep. Then I took off because I wasn't sure if they qualify as being a singer before then going into movies. Okay. Barbara Streisand was my number one. Yep. But I think she was a stage actress, singer, okay. musicals. Yep. So, she wasn't a singer, then an actor. She was a singing yep. actor. I feel like she is known now as a singer. Yeah. Well, I think it's because of that Brian Adams duet, really. Yeah, of course. Um, That's a great song. It is a good it's song. It's not, but it is. So, love song dedications. <laughs> um, the other one that was my number two before I changed it. Oh, no. Barbara was my number two. Yep. No, was she? Anyway, um, Barbara was my number three. Um, my number two before I changed it was Julie Andrews for the yeah. same reason. Yes. Then my number one before I changed it. Yep. But I was like, no, I'm pretty sure she got her start in a movie musical mm. was Judy Garland. Yeah. Well, I looked up a list and the list is like, yeah, these are people that are were singers and known primarily as singers before they got their start. And this is on Billboard. Yeah, so this says it's ranked by the artist had to be well-known for music before they were well-known for film acting. Mm. Apologies to Jamie Foxx and Lindsay Lohan. The artist couldn't be starring as themselves in the performance, even if a somewhat fictionalized rendering. Okay. So like Eight Mile. Alice Cooper, Spice Girls, The Beatles. Yeah. Only uh, then only one performance per musician actor, which doesn't make sense because they've mentioned a number of people with more than one, like J Lo. Or they're saying they only have had to have had one performance. No, but like they've J Lo is on the list and J Lo's been in like three movies. Yeah, okay. And like Gaga's been in more than in a lot more than three, but yeah. Gaga's been in, you know, more than one movie. Yeah. And on that list, they had Judy Garland. But then in their write-up of Judy Garland were like, got her break as an 18-year-old in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that's why I didn't... That's why I changed it. Yeah. Have I said my... I haven't... So my other honourable mentions... So I said Babs, Madonna, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Olivia and John, Doris Day. Okay. Because then Doris Day was one I wasn't sure about as well. I feel like then we both have the same number one. Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even Shane, all week this week, like Shane and I have been driving around, I've just been like, do top five this. Yeah. And we just did it. And then I said, all right, our top five this week is singers that have had considerable roles in movies but are still singers. And he goes, well, it's Whitney. Mm. And it is. Um, yeah, I would like to, because I know how we're fans get. Yeah. Um. Beyonce fans, if you're listening, I am one of you. I'm one of your kind. Yep. I apologise. I thought you were going to apologise to the Swifties because we didn't mention oh, that fuck off. New Year's Day movie where she met and started dating Taylor Lautner or she was a voice in the recent uh, adaptation of The Lorax. 
um, <laughs> her new relationship with football player. Yep. He is in that to get famous. Yeah. 100%. But you know, this is how, like, was he going to be hosting SNL before he started dating Taylor Swift? I don't think so. No. Was his brother going to be nominated as one of the sexiest men alive before yeah. he dated Taylor Swift? No. The interesting thing, this, and it's shown some stupid men saying that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey to become famous. Tra- Taylor Swift is all, is pretty much the most famous person in yeah. the world at the yeah. moment. No, but like, and I hate her, so and that the, means a lot coming from A me. lot of the responses were like, this chick sells out stadiums yeah. 300 nights of the year. Travis Kelsey needs 20 other blokes to sell out a stadium yeah. for two months of the year. God, people are dumb. Um. And then I saw a meme today that was like, if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift have a son, he's going to have uh, the same issues as Troy Bolton in a high school musical. Mm. Sport or singing. Unless he's like Carrie oh, Fisher. Unless he's like oh, Carrie Zac Fisher and didn't can't like, sing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, anyway. She certainly can't sing. Out. She can't sing now. What an ordeal that list was. <laughs> All right. I still want to change mine, but anyway. <laughs> Jump into our Facebook group or find us on the socials if you want to let us know where we were wrong, because Brett certainly was. Also- I regret everything I've done. People are going to be like, you can't put Meatloaf above whoever. Meatloaf, if you take out the 2011 AFL Grand Final- He's a great singer. He's a great singer. And if you also watch classic albums, The Making of the Bad Out of Hell- he will tell you he's an awesome singer. And he has an iconic scene when he was on Celebrity Apprentice. He lost his shit at Gary Busey. It was very interesting. And he, he's also, he was in Rocky Horror and very good. And mainly I was thinking singers who act yeah. more like Fight Club than Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Meatloaf. Um, all right. Is that it for our top That's five it. singers that our, have considerable top 87. roles in movies? How am I meant to explain that to people? <laughs> we'll put the full list on the website at some point <laughs> so people can find it. All right? That's our oh, top five. Oh, God. What are we doing next week for To Drink Cinema? That's a good question. Let's have a look. Oh, that's the wrong spreadsheet. That's great. Well, on that spreadsheet, what were we doing? <laughs> uh, two out of three recommend. Focus, focus. Is what we were doing. Right. Um, all right. We, are we up to... December. We are up to December. Oh my God. <laughs> it's such a, like, do we know what day it is? No. And through the month of December, I'm not going to know what day it is other than the 20th when I finish work. I'm going to know all the days. Good. Well done, you. Except the 27th, 28th, 29th and 30th. That yeah, yeah. four-day period is a blur. I'm going to know the 20th when I finished work, the 25th when I have to be somewhere for lunch, and then the 8th when I fly overseas. Um, this one I haven't seen, and it's going to be a hard watch for you. Elf. Oh, Elf. Okay. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Maybe then I'll understand the memes. Can we do a six degrees from Greece to Elf? This shouldn't be hard. Right? I think Will Ferrell's done a lot of movies. Will Ferrell's done a lot of movies, and he's so is John Travolta. been in with a lot of people. John Travolta, Christopher Walken, Will Ferrell. That can be a thing, surely. John Travolta. John Travolta played. <laughs> you know, at the end of Gold Member. 
Oh, or the start and the end of Goldmember, yeah. where it's like the movie of Goldmember. Yep. John Travolta plays Goldmember. Yes. So John Travolta plays Gold John John Travolta plays John Travolta as Goldmember in Goldmember. Yep. Which stars Mike Myers. Yes. Who is in Austin Powers. Which and with so Will is Will Ferrell. Ferrell. All right. I'm very badly burnt. Is he? Oh, he's only in the first one. He's not in Goldmember. I think he's just in the t- first two. And then he gets And then set he became famous. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't do it. Done. All right. There's, within, there's probably another way. Within one franchise. Yeah. John Travolta to Mike Myers to Will Ferrell. Annoying that it had to be <laughs> like like different movies in a franchise, that it wasn't just in the third one. Yeah. He doesn't have a cameo in the third one? I don't think so. Not that I can remember. And I've watched the third one the most. Because it's got Beyonce in it. Yeah. Even though she's not that... Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode of To Drink Cinema. We are getting into Christmas and we are watching Elf. There's good. There's a couple of um, movies that I can watch just to, like, see at the end of the work year. Yeah. And just, like, put that on and not have to worry about anything. So Elf for next week, which will be released on the 1st of December. Not to piss anyone off that we're going mm, early with mm. the Christmas. Just all right? calm your farm. Everyone. Calm your farm. All right. Uh, so we've got four movies left of this year. Then we're going to have a little break and get into 2024. But watch Elf for next week of To Drink Cinema. Subscribe, like, subscribe, tell a friend, join the Facebook group. Yeah. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Cheers. Thanks for listening to To Drink Cinema. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was produced and pay our respects to Elders past and present. If you'd like to support the podcast, either leave the tip or become a member for early access to these episodes by using the link in the show notes. Join the Facebook group for more chat about the movies we review and make sure you follow us on the socials to keep up to date. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your podcast app. Happy viewing and drink responsibly.